Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
It's a good place to put your hands together for what the hymn choir is doing. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for these offerings that are given. We ask you to sanctify them, bless them, bless the hands that giveth, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you want more? I said, do you want more? Wow, we have more for you. Let's welcome the dancing stars please to come and give us a nice dance are you ready for them I don't hear clap offerings
powerful ministration before the great man of God come. Please put your hands together for our own daughter, Mami Efua.
God bless you. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, it's a blessing to be here and to see all of you. This is a special church. Yes. Uh, can you pick up the volume for me, please? Okay. Get up. All right. This is a special church. This is the mother of the lighter churches in America. And 
you have a special place in the heart of our prophet, the bishop. And he sends his greetings and blessings to you. Hallelujah. Uh, he told me about two weeks ago, go to America and visit the churches and bless them. Hallelujah. So he's thinking about you and uh, God is using the bishop and the UD powerfully. By the grace of God, more churches are being planted. More missionaries are being sent. We are building so many churches in Ghana and outside uh, Ghana. The gospel is being preached to the nations. Amen. And uh, I was telling the morning, uh, the first service, that the Mahanta Church deserves a special blessing for the Lord. Amen. I've preached in this church several times, and every time I come, we go to a new place. <laughs> but, but the blessing of Isaac is coming upon you. Amen. Isaac dig the first well. The fourteen. He built the second one. The fourteen. He built the third one, and God gave him victory. So God is going to give us a permanent meeting place. Hallelujah. Amen. It cannot be that New Jersey and Yonkers and other places. have stable places and we don't have blessing the name of the Lord Jesus hallelujah amen I'm waiting for you to work on the mic properly for me please let there be a lot of power in the mic you know the problem is that I preach all the time for the past five weeks I've been preaching almost every day I've been in America for um like 14 days yeah yes and i think i've preached only i've not preached only on one day i've preached every day you know so it's important for me to have a good mic so god bless you keep on serving the lord and uh uh the lord is with you i bring you greetings also from apostle joel You know, he's the chairman of our bishop's conference. So from time to time, duty calls him to Accra. And when he gets there, he's arrested. He's arrested because he has a lot of work to do. You know, so when I was coming, I asked him, so when are you coming back? So I was coming on, uh, I think, Monday. He said, oh, Saturday. Then I told him that, don't speak too confidently. <laughs> yes. And uh, he's not able to come now because we are going to consecrate some new bishops this coming Saturday. And uh, your church has been blessed. It has become a very big church. The church that started in a little classroom is now found in more than 90 countries. You know, more than 3,000 branches. We have. Uh, 70 bishops now and more bishops 
uh, more bishops are coming up, more missionaries. Uh, we are putting up real cathedrals, you know, in places like the Ivory Coast, in uh, Burkina Faso, in Niger, in Niger, in Niger, which is a purely Islamic country, there are just about eight church buildings in the whole country. And by the grace of God, we are building a cathedral there. All right. In Cameroon, we are building several cathedrals. In uh, Liberia, in Liberia, we are building something like about seven cathedrals in Liberia. You know, and in many, many, many uh, places, because uh, the bishop believes that when we send the missionaries, we have to support them. You know, and in Ghana, we are following the Church of Pentecost. The Church of Pentecost has buildings all over, and we are believing God to follow them to also build church buildings. So God is doing great things, and uh, I want you to continue to uh, do your best. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Do your best and continue to su support. Hallelujah. Yes. In every way that you come. After preaching, I'm going to ask you to support building projects. Yes. And I want you to do it. Amen. Stand to your feet and lift up your hands. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy, holy, Lord, you are worthy, and I am honored to sing your praise. King of glory, King of glory, God Almighty, hallowed be your Hello, all creation, every nation, all creation, every nation has its being by your word. As it is done up in heaven. As it is done up in heaven, let it be done on earth. Let it be done on earth. Let it be done. Lift up your hands and sing. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be. Oh, 
the Lord and you may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 9 from verse 17. Mark chapter 9 from verse 17. And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son, which had a damp spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to the disciples that they should cast him out, and they could not. Now, what we must realize is that a lot of sicknesses and diseases are caused by evil spirits. Amen. A lot. So, you see a lot of that in the Bible, including madness. The madman of Gadara, all right, was driven into madness by thousands of demons. Amen. So, we have to be aware of the presence of evil spirits and their ability to uh, afflict men and women and children with diseases. You will never be afflicted by an evil spirit in the name of Jesus. Any affliction of Satan in your life is cast out and rebuked in the name of Jesus. And destroyed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him. And when he saw him straightway, 
The spirit turned him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed, foaming. And he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came unto him? And he said, of a child. And oftentimes it had cast him into the fire and into the waters to destroy him. You see, sometimes long-standing problems, long-standing diseases are as a result of demonic affliction. And they come into your life not to encourage you, but to destroy you. He said, he cast him into the waters to destroy him. Any power of Satan, any presence of Satan in your life or in the life of your children does seek to destroy you. We bind it in the name of Jesus. We cast it out in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But if thou canst do anything, see there's a a father speaking to Jesus. If thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. May the Lord have compassion and help you today. In any distress that you stand, may God have mercy upon you. May God show you mercy. And may God send you help. Verse 23 is our verse. Mark 9, 23. And Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. And straightway, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Hallelujah. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou damp and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more unto him. And the spirit cried and rent him so and came out of him and was as one dead in so much that many said he's dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and he arose. And when he was come into the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast him out? And he said unto them, this kind can comfort by nothing by fasting and prayer. Hallelujah. But in Mark 9, 23, Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Hallelujah. If thou canst believe. This morning, God is telling you, if you can believe in God, all things are possible to you. Amen. If thou can believe, that's what Jesus said. The father had his son tormented. Standing before Jesus. I'm sure he had tried all kinds of treatments. I'm sure. And he brought the child to Jesus and said, Lord, have compassion on us and have mercy on us. And Jesus said, If you can believe, if you can believe, all things are possible. And this morning, the Lord is telling somebody here, if you can believe, all things are possible. 
Clap your hands for the Lord. Now, why did Jesus say, if you can believe? Because there are many who follow Jesus but who don't believe. As a matter of fact, many Christians are unbelievers. Yes. Many Christians are like the people in the world who believe what they see. <laughs> but if you are a believer, alright, you don't walk by what you see. Amen? But you walk by faith. The reason why many believers are troubled, anguished, discomforted, confused, depressed, as much disturbed like the people in the world is because you don't believe. Faith is what makes a difference between you and your brothers and sisters and friends and colleagues at work who don't serve God. Take away faith, you are dead. When you take away believing in God, trusting in God, you are dead. You are finished. You are finished. You are finished. Don't waste your time coming here. You are just playing a game. That doesn't help you. A Christian is a believer. Hallelujah. Everything about the Christian faith is believing. Believing. Amen. We walk by faith. Not by sight. We live by our faith. Four times in the Bible, the Bible says, the just shall live by his faith. The just shall live by his faith. So many people followed Jesus. But many didn't believe. In John chapter 6, when Jesus started talking about certain things, how people could follow him. The Bible said many of his disciples left him. They, they, they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. If you are going to follow the Lord, you must believe. You must believe. Hallelujah. You must believe. One time in Mark 11, Jesus was with his disciples and he saw a fig tree. And he was hungry. And he went to the fig tree hoping to get something to, you know, some fruit. Some, some, some fruit. And there was nothing. And he cursed the fig tree. And shortly after, the fig tree withered. And when the disciples saw him, they were shocked. And Jesus said, have faith in God. If you have faith in God, 
What you are saying, you can't do it. Brothers and sisters, faith is the master key for your breakthrough in your life. Faith is your master key. Do you know what a master key is? A master key is a key that opens every door. Yeah. A master key. It opens everything. Faith opens everything. Amen. Amen. Eh? What is faith? Faith is believing in God. What is not faith? What is not faith is doubting God. Doubting God. Now, many believers say, I believe. But they doubt. <laughs> and, 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 and by doubting, you are reducing God. Let me tell you a little about God. God cannot be compared to anybody on earth that you know of. The Americans arrogantly call their president the most powerful man on earth. <laughs> America, everything is the, is the most powerful in the world. Do you know that? Do you know that? If the world had 100 people, Americans are only five. Wow. Yeah. They arrogantly call their president the most powerful man on earth. But President Trump is not at the level of God. He himself, if you tell him, you ask him, you tell him. He'll be the first to admit. God is not at the level of your powerful boss. There are some powerful bosses. There are some powerful people. But don't reduce God to their level. Amen. Now watch this. The astrologers tell us, all right, when they look into their milky, their milky way, that there are billions of stars in the universe. And the Bible says that God knows the names of each one of them. Yes. He named them. He named them one by one. He placed the sun, the sun, 93 million miles away from the earth. And since it was positioned there, it has not moved an inch. As a matter of fact, if the sun moves one inch towards the earth, alright, it will be so cold, it will be so hot, the world perish. And it moves one inch, half an inch away, it will be so cold, the world perish. And since God put it there, God says, stays there. It has never moved. Wow. I am talking about the God that knows the number of hair on your head. And in the morning, 
when you bath and you comb your hair and three or four of them fall down they fall down because God permitted them to fall down don't reduce God to your boss we are serving a powerful God clap your hands for Jesus an all knowing God the creator of the universe the self existent God one time King David attempted to measure God and he said Lord you are from everlasting and, he, and from everlasting and he was trying to find the end of God and he went and went and went and went and crossed he crossed the Atlantic, crossed the Pacific crossed the Indian Ocean and God was not ending so he said you are from everlasting to everlasting when you go and stand at the seashore you see the waves tumbling down with great range and for thousand years they have done that but when they get to the shore they go back they never cross they never cross do you know why because my bible says that God has placed a perpetual injunction. That whenever they get to their shore, they should go back. That is the God that you are serving. Are you clapping your hands for this God? Great is thy faithfulness. Oh Lord my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassion, they fail not. Hmm. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness Morning by morning New mercies I see All I have been That I have provided At the shore of the Red Sea with billions of gallons of water mass in front of them, the Red Sea. Bible scholars tell us that anywhere between 2.5 million to 3 million Jews left Egypt. Spread along the shores of the Red Sea with the chariots of Pharaoh chasing after them. And in Exodus chapter 14, the Bible says that the children of Israel lifted up their voice and they, they started crying. And the men against Moses said, why did you bring us here? Were there not better places for us to die? 
Moses said, fear not. For today, you shall see the salvation of the Lord. For these Egyptians that you see, you shall see them no more. I don't know what type of Egyptians are following you. Financial Egyptians, diseased Egyptians, I don't know, Confucian Egyptians, you shall see them no more. Because your God is great. I said your God is great. If you believe it, clap your hands for the Lord. And the power of God parted the Red Sea. I don't know whether you believe things like that. But I believe. Yeah. I've been to school enough. I studied science for seven years to become a doctor. But I believe it. I believe it. I can see the children running on the dry ground and touching and splattling the water and kicking the water and going to it and having a shower and the waters are not coming over them there is no power of the enemy there's no problem there's no difficulty there's no challenge there is nothing that is about to overwhelm you i said nothing can overwhelm you your god is a great god he loves you he'll deliver you he'll bless you he'll help you he'll encourage you he'll establish you your children are not about to die. They are not about to go out of the way. God will take care of you. Have faith in God. If you can believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth are him. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and adore What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God, what a mighty God we serve. Oh, angels bow before Him, heaven and adore What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Clap your hands for the Lord. Thou canst believe. Listen. Today, live here. Believe, believing that everything is possible. Amen. Because God has not changed. No, just for your information. Technology has changed. But God has not changed. But, but did you know that all the technologies that we are seeing, God had them before. Fast food, McDonald's. Fast food. In the wilderness, 
in the winter. They, did, they never cooked. They ate fast food all the time. Don't, don't tell me that you are wiser than God. When Peter was arrested by King Herod, waiting after Easter to murder him, the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, follow me. And the chains went off his feet and his hands. And whenever they got to the doors, the doors, don't tell me that automatic door opening is technology. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? That is why Jesus said, if thou can't believe, all things, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. God is speaking to somebody. Satan has managed to put you down. But God is liberating you. Have faith in God. Have faith rather in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Amen? Yeah. Joshua was fighting the Amalekites in Joshua chapter 10. And before victory could come, the sun started going down. And when you fight the enemy in darkness, it becomes a guerrilla warfare. And Joshua didn't want to experience that. So in Joshua chapter 10, verses 12 to 14, under the power of God, under the power of God, Joshua spoke to the sun and spoke to the moon. And look at it, look at it. Then spake Joshua to the Lord in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel. And he said in the sight of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon. And thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. You see, when you believe in God, when you believe in God, all right, you become a dangerous person. The reason why you are weak is because you have lost your faith. You believe more in what is happening than in the word of God. But there is a God that intervenes in the affairs of men. May God intervene in your life. Anything that is trying to overwhelm you, may God, your faith in God liberate you and deliver you from it. Hear my cry, O Lord. Attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto you. And when my heart is overwhelmed, please lead me to the rock that is higher than I. That is higher than that. There is a rock that is higher than Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Joshua spoke. 
Look at it. Continue. And the sun stood still. Hello? And the sun stood still. If you have faith, if you have faith, eh, and you go to the doctor and they say something is growing in you by your faith, you command that thing to say, you cannot grow. You cannot grow. You cannot grow. Because the Bible says that life and death lies in the power of the tongue. Use your tongue to declare something. If thou can believe, all things are possible to them that believe. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Go back. The sun stood still and the moon stayed and the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Amen? Amen. Now watch this. Scientists have calculated and found out that the earth is lit by one day. The earth is lit by one day. Because Joshua, a man who believed in God, stopped the sun. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? If thou canst believe, If thou canst believe. Yeah. Yeah. Is it not this written in the book of Joshua? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven and hasted not to go down about one, one whole day. Scientists, go and say, Google it. The earth is late one day. It was caused by a man who believed in God. Elijah, a man that believed in God, came to a point where he said, listen, this nonsense must stop. Either Jehovah God is God that we should serve, or this your little, little gods is the God that we should serve. We cannot continue to serve many gods here. Let's determine. Fortunately for you, you are 400, and I'm alone. Brought them to Central Park. And said, let's prove. If God, Jehovah, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Moses, the God of Joseph, the God of Esther, if he is God, we will serve him. But if Baal is God, we will also serve him. Open contest. He said, let's make a sacrifice. Raise up an altar. Put the animal on it. But there's only one condition. We are not going to put fire through artificial means. The God that answered by fire. Somebody 
somebody is threatening you that he will kill you. A child of God. Somebody is threatening you that he will sack you from your, your, your business or something. You should tell the person that be careful. When we are speaking to you, be careful. Because life and death lies in my power. God told Abraham, whosoever thou blessed shall be blessed. And whosoever thou... Tell the person, if I open my mouth, if I open my mouth, Are you clapping your hands for Jesus, somebody? Oh, clap your hands and give the Lord a shout! I closed down the import and export business. Export, import business. By a businessman, I closed it down by my mouth. Yeah. Because he had the audacity to come to insult the church. He thought it was big. And I said, that is his end. As I'm speaking now, he's down and out. Down and out. There are some people you must open this mouth to show them that you serve a God. Stop trembling and stop running away. It is unbelievers who run away. The Bible says in Proverbs 8 and verse 1 that the wicked flee it when no man pursue it, but the righteous is as bold as a lion. You are a lion. Do you know why you are a lion? Because your father, Jesus Christ, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. And the, and, the, and the son of a lion is not a dog. Lions don't give birth to dogs. Let the lion in you rise up. Somebody is trying to take your husband away from you. You don't quarrel. You let the lion roar. Did you know that lions, they move in what is called a pride. Headed by the, the, the male lion. And do you know how they protect their pride? He will urinate. He will urinate over an area. Yes. And he said, you don't cross here. You don't cross here. If another male lion tries to come, he will fight until either he dies or the, until that dies. You should mark your house. You should mark your children. You should mark your business. You should mark your home. You should mark your profession in the realm of the spirit of the blood of the Lamb. And tell the enemy you cannot cross here. You are living in an area that is peaceful. You are blessed. And somebody is trying to move you from there. You tell the person you are going to move. 
The late Archbishop Idahosa wanted to buy a piece of land for a church property. And the owner said, over my dead body. But the over my dead body was after a long time. He negotiated, he pleaded everything. And finally the man said, over my dead body. The archbishop was living and said, over what? So be it. That was the last day. That was the last day. If thou can believe, all things are possible with them that believe. Clap your hands for Jesus. So Elijah said, you are 400. So start. They started. Cried from morning. Somewhere by the afternoon, he started laughing at them. He said, you are not crying enough. Shout louder. Then he said, maybe your God is sleeping. They even said something where he said, maybe he's going to the toilet. When a, when a king goes to the toilet, he takes his time. Yeah. But nothing happened. Because they are not gods. They have mouth, they cannot speak. They have ears, they cannot see. They have eyes, they cannot see. Yes, they cannot hear. Some of you, some people say that you cannot go to your hometown because there is a God, there is a river, there is somebody who is waiting to chew your meat. There is no power that can chew your meat. For greater is he who is in you than any devil, any witch, any demon in the world. So the reason why you are not conceiving is because they are eating your children in your womb. They can eat their children in unbelievers' womb, but not your womb. Your womb is blessed. I say your womb is blessed. Amen. Everything about you is blessed. Amen. You are the blessed one of the Lord. Amen. You are a child of God. Amen. The righteousness of God. Amen. You are walking in the inheritance of Abraham. Amen. How can your womb be cleansed? Cannot be cleansed. So I ran about five, six when the sun was going down. He said, okay, now it's my turn. Call the junior prophets, set up the altar. They set up the altar, kill the animal, place it on the altar, and then he gave a crazy instruction. You see, when a Christian is walking and you talk to him or you watch him, he looks like a crazy person. Not until your behavior is like a crazy man, you are not walking in faith. That is why unbelievers don't follow us to church. There is little difference between them and us. We are sitting in the office. They are crying. We are crying. They are worried. We are worried. They are depressed. We are depressed. They don't have money. We don't have money. We are being sad. They are being sad. And there is no difference. But there must be a difference. And from today, as you begin to walk by faith, there must be a difference. And there will be a difference.
Pastor Nana, he gave a crazy instruction. He told the young prophets, dig a trench. David thought that he wanted them to add more animals. Then he said, pour water. Pour water on the wood. And one of them gathered courage and pulled the prophet aside and said, old man, we don't know whether you are going crazy. <laughs> we are trying to let water come down, fire come down. When you want to quench fire, you use water. Go and ask the New York Fire Department. That's why they've created all the fire hydrants all over. And when you park by it, they charge you. I hear you've gone home. You see, when you are not walking in faith, you are like one of those prophets. You're, you're, you always walk in fear. Faith people are not afraid of anything. Faith people, they're not afraid of anything. I was telling the first service, something that spent with this word, a great man of God, of faith. God used him mightily in the healing ministry. They brought a man from the hospital in an ambulance with cancer of the stomach. His flesh had been eaten up totally by the cancer until he was like this. And spent those days, they used to minister to people in what we call the healing lines. So you line up, you know, and then when you get there, you speak to the man of God and then he prays for you. When he got to the tent of this poor man, do you know what he did? He gave them a hefty blow in his stomach. And the man screamed and collapsed and went unconscious. And the medical people around followed Spirit with this. You have killed him. You have killed him. We brought him for prayers. You have killed him. Look, he did not mind them. He kept on praying for them. Kept on praying. As nothing has happened. After a short while, the man sprang up began to run around the place totally healed totally healed you have not slept for a long time because of the circumstances and the waves around you from tonight because of faith you sleep like a baby when Jesus was in the boat and the disciples were experiencing the storms and the winds. He too was in it, but he was asleep. The Bible said they went to wake him up, which means that he was deeply asleep. That is how come your life will be a challenge to unbelievers. In a time of crisis, they look at you. Do you understand? They look at you. They are crying and you are smiling. You are going through the most painful experience ever in your life and you are shedding no tears. That is what faith does. Stop being an unbeliever. They poured water. Plenty. And Elijah lifted up his voice and prayed to God. Fire came from heaven. Licked up all the water, bent the sacrifice, and stood 
by faith for God and demonstrated that his God was alive. Clap your hands for Jesus. Amen. Hmm? I was praying for the sick in one of our churches. And the Lord spoke to my heart and I said, If you have somebody here seriously sick, touch the wall and pray and use the wall as a point of contact. The Lord will heal that person. Because the Bible says that he sent forth his word to heal them and to deliver them from all their distractions. The following day, a woman came. Fantastic testimony. She placed her hand. Her husband was lying at home, struck down by stroke, not able to walk. By the time she got home, the husband was walking in there. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? If thou canst believe, if thou canst believe, yeah, and you know, when I say you can believe, sometimes you believe, but you don't see anything. And that is because, that is because, not that God has not heard you, but God has not decided to move. So yours is to keep on believing. You see, the first time Jesus raised up the dead, Jairus' daughter, Mark chapter 5. The people accused him that the girl didn't die properly. <laughs> then the second time was the son of the widow of Nain. Luke chapter 7. The poor woman was on the road to the cemetery. Going to bury her only son. She had lost her husband. And so Jesus goes there, moved by compassion, raises the boy up. But still people doubt it. So the next time they told Jesus <laughs> that somebody was sick and was trying to die, he told the disciples, let's allow him to die properly. L listen, listen, listen to this. Listen to this. There are some things going on in your life. Okay? The Lord is allowing. You see, because, you see, you see, you see, watch this. Humans, sometimes, we are proud. Yes. Yes. And sometimes, the Lord allows you to descend to the place where all your pride, all your hope, all your connections, every, anything that you can cling on is gone. So the servant said, I cried unto the Lord. And he heard my cry. And he lifted me 
out of a horrible pit, out of the married clay, and he put my feet upon a rock and put a new song in my mouth, even praise to our God. Whichever hole you find yourself in, by faith, God can bring you out. I said, as you are sitting down here, whatever hole you are in, deeper than Grand Zero, God is bringing you up. God is picking you up. As you believe in him. The master key is your belief. Not your cry. Not your cry. Not your cry. Yeah. I was sharing with the first service people a couple that we have been praying for for the past 14 years. The lady was, you know, 30, around 30 or 30 something when they got married. Same, the man. Believing God for a child. Year one, year two, year three, year four, year five, year six, and they are serving the Lord. They used to be in America here. Had a job. The young man was doing his own business. Left to go and preach. Tried IVF two times. Failed. Both tubes of the lady are blocked. She's 42 years. That is deeper than ground zero. And we have been praying all these years. She sent me a test. The husband sent me a test last week. Bishop, it has happened. We are blessed. My wife is carrying 20 week pregnancy. And I, I asked him a question. Which method worked? I wanted to be sure. And he said, natural. Then he added, fallopian tubes blocked. Advanced age. I am 42. She's 42. And he said, but it's not a problem to God. There is nothing too hard. There's nothing too hard. May you be comforted. May you be comforted. May you be comforted. May you be comforted. Yeah. When they told Jairus, you see, when Jairus came to see Jesus and spoke to him about his little girl who was dying, Jesus was going and a woman crossed him. The woman with the issue of blood. Her problems have been going on for 12 years. So he said, look, Mr. Jairus, wait a little. You see, some of you, when you come to church, you are too diplomatic. You have a problem, but you cannot even lift up your hand to, to pray to God. You have a serious problem. The Bible says, let men everywhere pray, lifting up holy hands. God. God. Because you are looking at the next person around you. Hey. I don't know about you. You may not have a problem. But sister, you cannot intimidate me. Brother, you cannot intimidate me. I have a problem in my life. And the only person that can help me is God. David said, I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from whence cometh my help. 
You have not seen a problem before. Look, there are problems that money cannot solve. Yeah. Say that to Steve Jobs. He will still be alive. Michael Jackson, after his death, is making more money. Oh, yeah. They are celebratories every year. They give how much at, they are dead, how much they are still making. But it couldn't help them to continue to live. Hey, there are problems in life. Oh. There are problems in life. So Martha said to Jesus, if thou had been here, my brother would not have died. This morning, I came to tell you that the Lord is here. Amen. The Lord is here. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he's able to sort out your life. He is able. He's more than able to do much more than I could ever dream. He is able, he is more than able, oh, make me what he wants me to be. He is able, he is more than able to accomplish what concerns. John 11, 22. Let's go. Let's start it from verse 20. Verse 20. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know but I know that even now, <laughs> see that's fit. See that is fit. But I know that even now, what is now? Now that he's dead, 
but I know that even now, whatsoever that as of God, God will give it to you. Amen. Verse 23. Verse 23. Jesus said unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Anything that is dead in your life, that is dying, that is destroyed, that is not working, that is down, that is out, that is not breathing, that is disturbing you, it will rise up again. Your anointing will rise up again. Your ministry will rise up again. Some of you, you have lost your joy of serving God. Remember the days that you used to wake up to pray? And to sing and to worship the Lord. Remember that at dawn on your own, you lifted up your voice and sang, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless me. On your own, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., you got up of your bed. When your children were snoring, you remembered your God. And you said, I will worship you. Lift you high above the earth and the you right now. May God revive you right now. You will sing again. You will jump again. You will dance again. You will worship the Lord again. Receive strength. Receive strength. Your house was full of worship. Your house was full of worship. Today your house is full of TV shows. But God is reviving it. Jesus said, your brother will rise again. Will rise again. Go back, go back, go back, go back. Whoever is there, please help. Okay, do your work well. Go back to John. I'm preaching. Verse 23. 
Verse 24. Martha said unto him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. She was postponing her blessing. And Jesus was saying, I'm not talking about tomorrow. Listen to me. Today. Today is the answer for your situation. Not tomorrow. Not, not tomorrow. Not after 2020 elections. Today. Today. Receive an answer. Receive an answer. Receive an answer. Receive an answer. Jesus said, if that can believe all things. All things. All things. Leave it alone. If that can believe all things. That can believe all things. If that can believe all things. If that can believe. If that can believe. If that can believe. A possible. A possible. A possible. of you believe. I believe. May the spirit of unbelief be cast out of your life. Yeah. You have been using your mind to think too much. The just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. The just. How many just are here? Yes. The way to live is by faith. That's the difference between us and unbelief. I studied in the former Soviet Union. And whilst there, the Lord used me. Those days, it was real communism. No church, no Bible reading, nothing. But the Lord used me. I used to go to London and smuggle Bibles. If they caught you, you were going home. At the border, they'll bring us out of the train and they'll search our things. I remember one particular time I went to Bible House, London, collected Bibles. Pastor I put it under my, my suitcase. Then they bring you to a big hall, like about three times this, with a table. So you put your luggage there. And I remember one particular, the Bibles are under. And the custom guy started going. And, and, and for some reason, stopped. I was standing there. I said, yeah, it's finished. When you say it is finished, that is when God will begin to move. I don't know what is finished in your life, but God is about to move. Once it is finished, your strength is finished, your money is finished, your resources is finished, your power is finished, your connection is finished, God will start. Are you coming out for Jesus? the Lord I used to go to England to go and work do summer jobs 
1990, the year before I finished, I led the first ever Russian Christian doctors out of the borders of their country, first time, to an international Christian conference wow. in Hungary. Yeah. When I got there, the Lord made me a superstar. The, the European Christian doctor couldn't understand. This little boy, I was translating from English to Russian, Russian to Muslim. They would come with TV cameras. And when I told them I used to spend my holidays in England, I said, oh, this one will come, this is my car. This my, anytime you come, contact me. I finished in June 1991. In 1990, I had married and told my wife, when I'm coming, I'll bring her a car, I'll bring her everything. Just open my mouth, speak by heart. <laughs> When I finished, I said, I'll go to England to go and look for a summer job, do some three months and go back to Ghana. I had $200. In the train, I witnessed to, you know, a gentleman from, I think, Liberia or Moravia. He didn't have money at all, so I gave him $100. My medical certificate, I put it under. You see, because the problem is that once you were a student, it was easy for you to come in. But once you are finished, they knew you wanted to come and practice medicine. So they will not allow you. So my certificate was under. It would take gold diggers to go to my certificate. It was a very interesting journey from Russia to the UK. You go by train. Those days passed through about five countries from Russia Passed to the whole of Poland, passed to the whole of uh, East Germany, passed to the whole of West Germany, passed to the whole of Holland, and come to Hook of Holland and then take a ship. So I was in a ship. And as the ship was about to dock, my heart started beating. I knew that my life was on the line. If they were to spot my medical certificate and deny me entry, I'd been in Europe for seven years, was going home without anything. A total disappointment to my young wife that I'd married and bragged that I was bringing everything. <laughs> when we got out of the ship and we're going on an escalator, there was a big sound. Boom! People running helter skater, crying, shouting. Somebody had fallen. I was unconscious. And I came, and there I was, a newly qualified doctor. I knew what to do. <laughs> Just a simple kiss of life. And then that is it. You'll be okay. But I said, brother, have you forgotten? When you do that, you have exposed yourself. So there I was. But suddenly I said, all die be die. All die be die. I introduced myself. I'm a doctor. They all held back. Knelt on him. He, he was drunk. I take so much alcohol. Knelt on him. Within minutes, he was up. By the time I finished with him, the paramedics have come, took him. 
And here was the start of the miracle. When I lifted up myself, there stood my two bags, and everybody was gone. Because now you are going to immigration. And then I saw two white immigration officers coming to me, and I said, it is finished. They got to me and they said, are you the doctor who helped the man? I said, yes. One of them took this back. Another one took this My back. God. They said, follow me. My God. I followed them. That was the day that God made me a superstar. God is about to make you a superstar. Watch this. Amen. Watch this. We entered the big immigration hall. To my left were European citizens. To my right were our brothers. <laughs> In between them was a gulf of sea. Said that one could not cross the border. <laughs> and there I was. A young doctor. I was very slim. Young boy. In the middle. Everybody was looking at me. Everybody. Said, Who is this guy? With this black guy, white people are carrying my suitcase. And I was following them. I mean, I didn't know what God was about to do. My heart was out of my mouth. When we got to the immigration, they said, This is the doctor that helped them. They opened my passport. Pow! Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Hallelujah. Are you clapping your hands for Jesus? Hallelujah. You've done so much for me. I, can't. I cannot tell it all.
don't need to work. No. Relax. I look for a job everywhere. <laughs> I didn't get a job. <laughs> hey, I've come to work to get money. I bragged to my wife. Don't forget I, I told my wife that. Then I remembered the year before the complimentary cards that I was given. So I'll call. Brother Emmanuel, are you here? Please come. They'll buy me a 20 kit. Wow. I'll go to, I mean, you cannot imagine, homes, big homes. They'll give me a big place to sleep, food, when I'm going, money. I traveled all over because I have plenty of them. <laughs> I went to a couple. They were doctors. They were very old in their 70s. And when I got there, they said, Brother Emmanuel, there's a pastor's conference. We want you to come and share your experiences. And when I got there, he was introducing me and said, this is Brother Emmanuel. He trained in Russia. We met him in Hungary. God has used him to do a great work. Then he said something that was very good. He said, he has finished, we came to this country to come and look for a job, to get money, to buy some things and go He Couldn't get anything. So that's why he came here. And we have asked him to come and share his testimony. So I shared with them. Left and went. About two or three days later, in England, your letter, they bring it to your door. They open your distance, so you hear kakaka. I went to take a letter in my name. It was a letter, dear brother Emmanuel, we heard your testimony. Thank God for what he used you to do. We have a foundation, and this is a little token for you, 1,000 pounds. Those days, 1,000 pounds. I took it, gave to my friend, I said, go to the counter and bought my car. When I bought my car, now there was a problem. I didn't have money to shift. But I had more complimentary cards. Your God shall supply. Ay, 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 ay. Are you clapping your hands for the Lord? Somebody? Called another lady, a doctor. She said, oh, it's not a problem. How much is it? 600 pounds to ship. Yeah. yeah. When I got to Ghana, the car came. They said, doctors don't need to pay anything to take their cars out. Bought it free, shipped it free, took it out of the port free. So I took a sticker and put it behind the car. God is able. He's able. He's more than able. To do much more. verse 25. Martha said, I know that my, my brother will arise on the day of the resurrection. But Jesus said unto her, 
matter. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. If you can believe, if you can believe, things that are dead can come alive. That is why Jesus said to the man, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to them. Hallelujah. Then I like the answer of the man. Mark chapter 9, verse 24. How much faith do you need? And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Have thou my unbelief. How much faith do you need? Jesus said, a grain of mustard seed. Not a lot. If you can walk out of here with a little faith in God, so many mountains will be. May God move mountains. May God touch your life. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands. Speak to God about your life. Speak to God. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Yes. 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 Pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Yes. Talk to God. Yes. things are possible. Jesus. You move mountains. You cause walls to fall with your Lift up your hands and pray. I want you to pray. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. There is nothing that's impossible And we stand in it Only because you did You move mountains You cause walls to fall With your power 
I want you to pray about a mountain in your life. I want you to pray about a Lazarus which is rotten in your life. I want you to pray about a Red Sea which is ahead of you. I want you to pray about something that has stopped you from making progress. Like the woman in Luke 13 who was bowed down for 18 years. And Jesus said, woman, that was. Now listen to me, saints. Your crying doesn't change God. Your weeping doesn't change God. What moves God is faith. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe, must believe, must believe that he is. I'd like to recommend this book to you. Name it. Claim it. Take it. It's a book on faith. And here, the prophet says, the master key to a breakthrough is your faith. Hallelujah. Hmm? I hear you are going home. Jesus bless the faith people. Keep on standing a little. Under the ministry of Jesus, several people experienced personal breakthroughs. Who were they? And why did they receive these miracles? You remember what Jesus said about the woman with the issue of blood. This was a woman who had suffered for 12 years without any breakthrough. She came up to Jesus and received an extraordinary miracle. What was the secret of a breakthrough? Jesus gave the answer in Mark 5.3. Daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Blind Bartimaeus received his sight miraculously. He was a noisy fellow who disturbed the service. But Jesus took notice of him and healed him. What was his secret? His secret was faith in God. He had his healing by naming it, claiming it, and taking it. Look at what Jesus said to blind Bartimaeus in Mark chapter 10 and verse 52. Thy faith had made thee whole. Hallelujah. Ten lepers were healed and only one came back to say thank you. The one who came back was made whole. Why did this leper receive an extra blessing? Jesus said the same words to him. Luke 17, 19. Arise, go thy way. Thy faith had made thee whole. And the list continues. Please, do not misunderstand me. Have you noticed that Jesus never said, thy love had made thee whole? Jesus never said, thy holiness has saved you. He never said, according to your patience, be it unto you. Why did Jesus not say, thy good character has made thee whole? Please, do not misunderstand me. I am not saying that these virtues are not important. I am saying that it is the people's faith that impressed Jesus. I am showing you that Jesus pointed out over and over that it was their faith that had brought the breakthrough. 
That is why the Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Have you ever thought of those men who broke through the roof of somebody's house in order to bring their paralyzed friend to Christ? Perhaps they were experienced thieves who were used to break in into people's homes. Perhaps they were men who were used to jumping the queue and cheating others out of their rightful place. But the Bible tells us that Jesus noticed their feet and immediately responded to their needs. In Mark 5.20, Jesus said, the Bible says, and when he saw their feet, when he saw their feet, when he saw their feet, he said unto them, man, thy sins are forgiven thee. Jesus didn't see their fault for jumping the queue or removing the tiles from somebody's roof. He saw their feet. Jesus sees your faith. God sees your faith. It is time for you to rise up and believe the things that are written in the word of God. Now this morning, I don't want you to pray empty prayers. I want you to be like the Syrophoenician woman who came to Jesus and said, please have mercy. My daughter needs healing. And Jesus said, no, you are not a Jew. You don't qualify. And she followed Jesus. And Jesus said, it is not right for me to take the meat of the children and give it to dogs. And the woman said, you can call me a dog or pig or whatever. But Jesus, I am following. I'm not giving up. And there's another truth. That when the dogs eat, when the children eat, the dogs are permitted to eat the crumbs. So give me just the crumbs. And Jesus said, what? What faith is this? What faith? Her daughter was healed. Two blind men followed Jesus in Matthew 9. And Jesus said, you are blind. Do you believe that I can open your eyes? And they said, we know, you can. You can. Listen to me. It is not about how much you need God. It's more about you believe. Today, I want you to pray about something specific. I know you have top 10 challenges. But I'm talking about the toppers. The number one. And I want you to say, Lord, I'm believing you. I am believing you today. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say after me, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I am believing you for my situation because I know you can come through and bless me and deliver me. Clap your hands and pray about that situation. Clap your hands and pray about that situation. Clap your hands and pray. Oh, yes. Yes. You move mountains. You cause war to fall. With your power. Cry unto God. There is nothing. Mountain. 
I need a touch of God. There is a race ahead of me. There's a Lazarus that is rotten. I need a touch of God. Come. I want to lay my hands on you and pray for you. And I want to add my faith to your feet that God will touch your life. You move mountain. You cause walls to fall with your on you. I believe that a great mountain come into your life. Oh, Jesus. Jesus.
Eu gosto de Sandy Hill. Eu gosto de Sandy Hill.
what you have not been able to do. God will do. God is taking over. You'll be at peace. You'll be at peace. You'll be at peace. You'll be at peace. Jesus. Don't come if it doesn't concern you. May God do for your children what you have not been able to do. May God do for you. For your children. starting again. You are starting all over again. Come and pray for you. You are starting all over again. Yes. God is sending you help. God is sending you help. Look at me. Your latter end shall be greater. God is in our midst to help us. Yes. May God help you, brother. Yes. Who is Andrew? Andrew. Who is he? Don't know how, but you did it. I don't know how, but you did it. I don't know how, but he will do it. For the power. Jesus. Don't know how, but you did it. You made Sorry. Don't know how. May God do for you. And for them. Don't know what you're not doing. You 
Lift your feet and lift up your hands. Let him become a prophet of God. Let him become a prophet of God. Let him preach. Let him heal the sick. Let the grace that is on Bishop die. Set him aside, Lord. Appreciate the Lord. Go ahead. Let's appreciate the Lord. You know, I know that God has blessed you. Do you know why? When I woke up at dawn and I was praying, a message, two messages came to me. 
One for first service, one for second service. I never preached any of those messages. First, first service, when I sat here, God gave a new message. When I sat up there, I had a message. When I got here, the Lord changed the message. Yeah. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. You realize that I preached without notes. Not even a word. Believe everything that God has put you. God has visited you. Go home today, walk like a giant over every problem. Sleep like a baby. Start dancing again. Eat well. Eat well and be happy. God is on your side. Clap your hands for the Lord. your feet. Close your eyes, everybody. I want to pray for you. Please place your hands now. I want to pray for you. Maybe somebody invited you to church, but you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior. You are not born again. You are not a Christian. Your sins have not been washed by the blood of Jesus. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? The greatest miracle and the greatest act of faith is salvation. As every eye is closed, wherever you stand, where maybe somebody invited you or you came on your own. You want to say, Pastor, I want to receive Jesus. I've never done that before. But I want to become a born again Christian. As every eye is closed. If you want me to pray for you so that you receive Jesus right now as Lord and Savior, lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. I'll pray for you. Lift up your right hand. And I'll pray for you. Lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. I want to become a born again Christian. I want Jesus to save my soul. Fill me with his spirit. I want to become a child of God. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. Hallelujah. Father, we are grateful for your blessing. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands for the Lord. And you may be seated. Amen. Well, how many of you have been blessed? Yeah. But the Lord is not too happy with us. Because nobody was born again in the church. Let's be concerned about sinners. Okay? Let's be concerned about our friends, our colleagues at work, our relatives who don't know Jesus. The church is about the salvation of this world. So I want to challenge you. For the rest of this month, I want to give you just one assignment. Talk to only one person every month and make sure that you bring the person to church. Every month. Everybody here. So from the, this month, May to December, seven months, bring seven souls to the Lord. It will make the Lord very happy. May God bless you. See you some other time. Let's welcome Pastor Nana. Listen, next time when I come, you will be in the nice place that God has given to you.
make some noise if you believe the lord has touched you wow 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 i believe this is a confirmation for us you know everything that bishop has said this morning when i woke up this morning i didn't really sleep i was also praying throughout the night i went to bed very late then the holy spirit led me to listen to archbishop duncan williams i'm just confirming what the lord has done and when i was listening to archbishop archbishop said there are troubled children and he is a testimony of it and most of us when we see a troubled child in our family we tend to cast them out we give up on them thinking that they are not good but they are the one that god has called in your family and as the holy spirit was leading our father he called the parents with a troubled child right away the spirit of the lord dropped on my heart and to confirm the word that archbishop prayed this morning church let's have faith like abraham did when abraham believed the word that was spoken to him and began to act on the word that was spoken the spirit of the lord led him and because he's obedient to the word abraham the lord called him and told him the jehovah jireh for the lord will provide genesis 22 from 11 to 16. i really want us to take the word that i've been spoken to our life let's have faith a little faith like a mustard seed you need a, a microscope to look at the mustard seed if we can have a little faith our lives will change and i believe that god is going to move us from here to a permanent place where our instruments our things will not be moved anymore in jesus name bishop we really want to say thank you so much for pouring out your hearts loving us for fitting africa to come to this nation to minister to us to encourage us to know that if we sacrifice to work for god god will work for us thank you very much for your life we thank you for bishop sending you here it's a good place to put your hands together and thank the lord for his life in jesus name amen well we brought the service to the end i still have my five <laughs> you see the sweet influence has led us and I, I mean even <laughs> to forget the tithe is there anyone here oh actually let me take the second offering before or tithe before the second offering please it's very important very very important please come forward with your tithe We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.